All right, it is time for Personal Mastery with Dr. Tepisoma Denji, our psychologist, life coach, and personal change catalyst. Personal Mastery in itself is a journey that we should all be embarking on. Doc, good morning. Good morning, family. How are you guys? I'm very well, thank morning, you. And how Doc. are you? Yay, we're all singing one choir. I'm very good, thank you. <laughs> yes, indeed, we are. I mean, it's it's a Monday. We've got to get things off the right footing. Doc, today we're going to talk about our friends, and we hope they're listening. Yeah. That's the thing, because we have to talk about um, these uh, red flags in a friendship. But it all starts with having some sort of a session here where you literally reflect on the type of friends you have. I mean, first of all, why is it important for us to do this? Yes, it's important to have friends, I believe, because we can't live yeah. in isolation. But why is it important to reflect on the meaning of these relationships? It is important because of we need to be mindful of who we surround ourselves in, with. And if you are on a journey of personal mastery, you need to know that there are two types of currencies that you have. And one of those currencies is your relationship currency. The people that you surround yourself with can either make or break you. They can either facilitate your journey towards being the best version of yourself, or they can sabotage it completely. And especially people that you have the power to choose to either include or exclude in your life. Now, we have family members, and they are with us whether we like it or not. But friends are those people that we have the power to choose to either include in our inner circle and uh, take us with us on this journey, or we can actually figure out that, no, they're not healthy and exclude them. So it's important because we are also social beings. We need that level of connection. And we need to know that people are there for us, supporting us, rooting for us, cheering for us, no matter what they're going through for this game of life. Mm. Now, I must ask, and this is probably something that uh, even growing up as a youngster, um, I've had to sort of challenge. What makes a good friend? I mean, we have, we have instances where our parents are trying to answer that question for us. We have yes, instances yes. where our partners are trying to answer that question mm. for us. But how do we answer that question for ourselves? Look, um, there's, there's, there's a few things, and I don't want to go through a lot of it. And there's a lot of literature that you can find if you just Google what are the signs of a true friend. And I wanted to highlight four common things that I saw. And especially when we are reflecting on these points, I would like for people to think about, does my friendship with Mo or with Pearl, does it reflect this? And if it doesn't, where am I, what am I missing and what can we do? to have the conversation rather than just for you to leap into dumping that person. So let's think about a few things. So one of the four things is you have common values and not only do you have the common values, your friend also holds you accountable to you living up to them and you are also able to hold them accountable to living up to them. And here's what I mean about the common values. You understand that the things, whether we say that we are going to make time for each other or that we must tell each other the truth or that we must be faithful to each other or that we must share what we have, whatever the values are that we define in terms of what a good friendship is, both of us, we share them and we believe in them. And you will see that in terms of the types of conflicts we have. Now, when you have common values and we hold each other accountable to them, you will realize that we actually, your friend is able to fight for you as hard as they will fight with you. What I mean is that if somebody comes and says, ah, Pell, your best friend was saying this and this and this, your friend knows you. They know that, ah, Pell will never. And they will fight for you as if you were that, no, my friend, that you do it. 
But also, mm. if they find out that Pearl is doing the wrong thing that goes against the values of us as a friendship, they will fight with Pearl. With Pearl. They will fight with you to say, I can like, how can you do that? You know that that's not who we are. And they will hold you accountable to the, that high standard of the values that you are. Which means a bad friend will actually just say, yeah, to your face and behind your back, actually sabotage you, backstab you and sing a different choir to you. Or they might not even be able to live out to you and tell you the truth to your face because they would rather go and, and, and backtrack the bad things about you behind your back. So look at that in terms of your common beliefs. The second one is the reciprocity factor. The fact that your friend and you, you give as much as they take. Some of us, we call a good friendship because it fulfills that people-pleasing, that dependency need that we have where we want people mm. to need us, but we are not comfortable with being vulnerable. And we find that we are always giving and our friends do not know how to give to us. And as a result, we as friends don't know how to take, how to receive. So when you have reciprocity in the relationship, you realize that you, you swap places. There's opportunities where you are giving and there's also opportunities where you are taking from your friends because both of you need to be able to give as much as you take. The third one is that your a good friend will support you through good and bad times. And that is simply when you are having good times, they will celebrate your successes with you. They will celebrate even harder than you because they understand the struggle that went into you achieving those good things. When it's bad, mm. they're there to support you, to hold you, to lean on, and to cry with you, or even to get angry with you, and then tell you, okay, Mugani, you've been praying for a while, let's do what needs to get done to get out of it. So they're there to support yep. you through good and bad times. And then finally, it's that unconditional love and acceptance. They bring out the best in you, but they also know how to accept your flaws and challenge you to rise above them to continue in the journey of self-discovery and self-improvement. They don't just let you stagnate and say, no, but you are okay. They always want you to think about what else can you do better to be the best version of yourself. Mm. Some comments coming in, Doc. We'll read them shortly. We'll take a quick breather and uh, check out some of these comments as we talk about friendships, reflecting on them, and uh, looking at some of the toxic things, the red flags to look out for. Dr. Tepiso Matenchi joins us on Personal Mastery. All right, it's 8.53. We continue with Personal Mastery. Dr. Tepiso Matenchi joins us on the line as we reflect on friendships and what our friends mean to us and also looking out for all those toxic things, the troublesome um realities around these connections that we have with people so doc we have some comments here um this is a tweet that comes in from buipilo uh, buipilo says the biggest red flag for me is when the conversation suddenly becomes dry when you tell them good news instead of celebrating you you are met with hostility and i know you touched on it very briefly but this issue of you know let, let's maybe try and understand it is it envy is it jealousy what is that Whatever it is, whether it is envy, whether it is somebody being jealous of you, firstly, those emotions are normal and they're healthy. The problem is when you act on them, when you deny them, when you think you're successful in suppressing them and you're letting them interfere with the ability to be supportive and to celebrate your friend's success. That's the main mm. issue. And a lot of us think mm. that a good friend is not going to be jealous that my marriage is successful. No, of course they are. They're going to look at you and wish, why can't I be like you? But a real friend will actually tell you that, my friend, you know what you have is good. This man that you have is good. I also wish I had somebody like you. And they will want to support you doing everything you need to do to keep that good thing that you have in their life, in your life that they mm. do not have. They will not try to sabotage it. But understanding that a healthy, well-balanced emotionally 
are secure person will also have feelings of feeling a bit envious about the good things that you have and a bit jealous and a bit left behind. That is normal. A healthy relationship will allow a safe space for us to express it and to talk about it and then also to tell you about tips on how you can actually elevate your game so that you can get what you are having that I'm seeing as good. Asking that in a friendship that nobody will feel jealous is actually unrealistic. You don't have to run when your friend is a bit jealous. It is when they start acting in corrosive and abusive ways that you start realizing that I know now this person is toxic and they're better for me being what I have and for them not having what I have. Mm, indeed, Doc. And uh, what I get a sense of here as we conclude is uh, there needs to be an incredible sense of maturity. Uh, yes. I mean, and it's it's an expectation, right, that it must be both ways. But sometimes we don't have the most mature friends and it's got to take you to open the door. Is that a fair assessment? It is. In fact, remember as well that your maturity levels, your emotional maturity, your mental and physical maturity in a relationship develops over time. And for both of us in that relationship, it doesn't happen at the same time. So you might find that in some of the areas, you are at a higher advanced level than your friend. And if your friend, in terms of your fundamentals, the things that you value about them are in place, you don't have to dump them just because they're still struggling or they're having a developmental lag in one of the areas. So you actually recognize that that's how you can coach your friend and how you can support and help them become the best version of themselves. You are not going to just find a lender friend and just that your maturity level is in sync at the same level, at the same degree, at the same pace. So you need to be mindful of the fact that people grow and develop at different stages. Also, because you are a diet, there is reciprocity between the two of you. There is co-construction in the way that you do things. Look at, recognize what you are contributing to this factor. So you might, your friend might be might be insecure, for example. They might be jealous. You might find that you are constantly riding your success in their face without even them seeing it. Oh, you got it. This weekend, I was out. I was doing this. I was doing that. And you know very well that your friend is alone. They don't have anybody. It's raining out there. They are alone and cold. You didn't even check up on them. So look also about what you are contributing in the toxicity the relationship and when you are noticing some of the patterns have an honest conversation because you will never be able to mature in relationships if you keep bailing on people as soon as you see the red flags Mm, indeed doc we're going to leave it there but thank you so much for this conversation um and so many very fruitful and useful tips that we can run with going forward we appreciate your time and we'll chat again next week absolutely have a good weekend and thank you to the listeners as well goodbye Oh, the ever so sweet Dr. Tepisoma Denji. You can find her on Twitter at Tmatent and show her some love. We need to get out of here. The bridge is on standby, so we are done for the morning. Um, yeah, let's duck. Pearl, you're on Daily Ted. Mm-hmm. Good. Good for you. All right. <laughs> it's yes, a good I morning. Yes, I am. Like to SABC One. We're talking about uh, the football uh, fraternity. Hi, boy, guys. Hello, can you yes, guys hear me? We can hear yes, you. We can. We're Loud just waiting for you to finish. Oh, okay. Ten thirty daily tete. They're talking about the politics of South African football. All right, done. Tomorrow we back from five to nine. It's a good morning, a good day, and good vibes.